Welcome, everybody, to the Skill Development Playbook Podcast. I am your host, Coach TJ. This is Season 3, Episode number 18. And today we're going to talk about seven shots every player should master. That's seven shots every player should master. Um, When I'm working with players and we talk about shooting, I always share with them these seven shots that I feel like they need to master. Um, So typically when I'm working with a kid, I always ask them what is the most fun part of basketball. And for the majority of the answers I get, they say shooting. Every once in a while, I get some different things. Some players like dribbling, some like uh, passing. And the ones that really can't play offense, they typically say defense is there. It's the, it's the part that they enjoy the most. Um, but most people that play basketball, most kids that participate, they love to, they like to shoot the ball. Um, but it also depends on their confidence. But anyway, a lot of times when I ask kids what is the most fun part of basketball, they tell me shooting. And then I follow that up with a question and say, okay, well, what if you are 0 for 10 from the field? Or if you shoot eight or nine times and you only make one shot, I say, is, is shooting still fun? And then they look at me and they say, oh, well, I guess the most fun part is making shots. And that is. Um, everybody can shoot. But really, for it to for you to really enjoy, it has you have to be able to make some shots. So, to me, the most fun part, and what I try to get them to understand, the most fun part is making shots. A lot of players love Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and Draymond Green and Damon Lillard and players like that that can you know really put the ball in the basket, and they wouldn't like those players if they couldn't shoot. If they couldn't make shots, I should say. So to me, the most fun part of playing basketball is making shots. So um, I say that to say that I try to tell players, you want to be a consistently good shooter, a consistently good shooter. And in order to do that, it takes two things. Number one, you have to have proper form and technique. And I won't get into what exactly is proper form technique. I'm not going to get into how your feet are supposed to be, whether it's square to the rim or at an angle, or if you're supposed to jump straight up, straight down, or sway. And there are all these different people have different techniques and philosophies. I um, won't get into all that. But I do know you have to have proper form and technique, and you have to get in reps, reps upon reps upon reps. And the thing about reps is you can actually um, have your block shooting where you're consistently shooting the same shot over and over again, where you're standing in the corner, catch and shoot 10 times, go to the wing, catch and shoot 10 times, go to the elbow, catch and shoot 10 times. Or it could be a shot off the dribble or a shot off a screen or whatever or whatever it could be. Um, And you're just doing that same technique over and over again. So. You know, and you're gonna see some improvement, but that doesn't that doesn't guarantee that it's gonna transfer over to a game, which is something else I could talk about, but we won't get into that today either. Um, so I just know that you gotta have good form and technique, and you gotta have in you gotta get in the reps, you gotta put in the time to be a consistently good shooter. And when I say consistently good shooter, what I mean by that is if I asked a a player of mine can to come in on any given day 
and shoot 10 shots from the elbow or the wing or the corner? Can you consistently make six or seven shots? Okay. Can you consistently make six or seven shots? And I'm talking about the average, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, maybe even a high school kid. Can you come in on a consistent basis on any given day and make six or seven shots? Okay. And I think if you do that, then you're, you, you're a consistently good shooter. And, uh, but then also at the same time, those seven shots that you make out of 10, and, and that's out of 10, not just shooting till you make seven, but out of 10, um, can you consistently make that shot when you're open in a game? Okay. And then you're known as a consistently good shooter. So I tell players this all the time. You want to be such a good shooter that when you go into the gym to play basketball with your friends or whatever, they don't want you to warm up. That's how good of a shooter you are. You want to be. And um, when when you go into a gym and you're going to play and you're getting ready to, hey, guys, let me get a couple shots to warm up. Let's say you, you walk in right before they got ready to play and and the the players that you're playing against are like, nah, don't let them shoot. Don't let them shoot. That tells me that you're a good shooter. And not only do you know it, but your your peers know. Okay. All right. So let's get into it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep y'all alone. We're gonna try to make this thing short. But let's get right into it. These are seven shots every player should master. And I will say this one more thing before I really get into this. Um, the game of basketball has really changed. Over the last 20 to 25 years, um, over the holiday break, over the Thanksgiving break, uh, I got a chance to catch up with a, uh, a friend of mine from, from high school. We played high school ball together, and we were just talking about how the game has changed so much, how bigs are now asked to handle the ball more and shoot more shots from the perimeter, and um, – you know, it's more positionless. And we kind of have a a little bit of a different thought process or philosophy on today's game. He's a bit more old school than I am. Um, I enjoy today's game. I'm, I'm accepting it a little bit more. Uh, but he's a little bit more little, little bit more old school. There's nothing wrong with that. And, and that's the thing. Basketball can be played in so many different, different ways. Um, but I know that some of these shots that I'm going to talk about today, uh, you wouldn't dare have a big do 25 years ago. But now, in today's game, you can have guards and bigs work on the same skills. Uh, you know, of course, there are going to be some things that a big is going to be, re- be required to do a little bit more of than your guards. Um, but in, in different areas of the game, and they're going to be certain things that a guard is going to be able to excel a little bit better than a big. But, you know, right now is, you know, everybody's doing the, doing the same skills. So, so I think that's, that's something that's very interesting about how the game has evolved. All right. So let's get into this real quick. Uh, seven shots. Every player should master. Number one is catch and shoot or spot up jump shots, catch and shoot or spot up jump shots. Okay. Now, I heard something very interesting, and I I can't tell. I'm not trying to take credit for this. I'm not sure exactly where I heard it. I believe it was on another podcast, and they were talking about how so many NBA players 
they 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 uh some of the role players they get a lot of their shots off of spot ups you know and, and so what happens is a player would drive and there's a kick um there's a closeout on the initial kick and then there's that extra pass and then that player is typically already stationary already spotted up and they can catch and shoot um now Again, this kind of goes into block shooting um, to work on spot spot up shooting or catch and shoot. And when I say catch and shoot, I, I know there's different ways you can catch and shoot, but I'm talking about you're in a stationary position. You're waiting on the ball to come to you, catching and you shooting. You're going to do a lot of block block shooting in where you're going to go 10 shots from the corner, 10 shots from the wing, 10 shots from the elbow, you know, 10 shots uh, front rim. Um, and then on the other side of those same positions I just mentioned, elbow, wing, and corner. Um, so you're going to get those. And and I think uh, if you ever – and here's a tip for any players that's out there. When you are uh, learning or enhancing your skill when it comes to shooting, whether you're uh, improving your form or whether you're just really honing in on your technique, you're going to have to get in some reps. You're going to have to get in some catch and shoot to make sure that you're shooting the ball the correct way. So there's nothing wrong with block shooting. There's nothing wrong with standing in one spot and shooting 10 or making 10 or making five or shooting five. Um, just know you don't want to do that too much all the time. That's not the only way that you want to shoot. And I have a lot of kids that I, that I work with that come to me and, and I could tell right away how they how they work on shooting because it's usually stand in one spot, somebody throws it to them, and then they shoot. They don't do any other kind of shooting, uh, which is actually a mistake. So seven shots every player should master. Number one is catch and shoot. So if you're a guard, you want to be able to catch it off the swing. Um, if you're a post player, it could be the same thing. It could be a pick and pop. All right? Uh, but you want to be able – to catch and shoot the basketball, okay? All right, number two, seven shots every player should master. Number two is on the move or off penetration, on the move or off penetration. So if you are a guard and and uh, if you're a guard, if you're a wing and there's penetration, you know, if there's somebody driving baseline and you're on a, on a weak side wing, then you're going to have to drift down to the corner. So that's a shot that you're going to have to work on drifting to the corner. Uh, and also, if you're in the corner and there's penetration, uh, you're going to have to lift. You know, so just being able to move off of penetration to different parts of the floor, being able to be ready to catch and shoot. OK, so you you and, and one way to do that is if you're if you're a player. Um, the basic type of movements of penetration is, you know, wing the corner and then you can do corner to, uh, uh, to wing. So just kind of thinking about different ways that the ball, that could be penetration with the ball and how you can move in relation to that penetration. Now, if you're a post player and well, let me say this, if you ever get caught on the block, and there's penetration. You have to know where to go. So I don't, I, I say a post player, but it's not just for post players. So if you're on the block for whatever reason, uh, and there's penetration middle, 
then you know you need to flatten out to the short corner. If you're on the block and there's penetration baseline, you know, you could come up, you can make an eye cut up to the elbow, or you could go front rim. Okay, it just kind of depends on, you know, the person that's down there, their ability, their skill. Uh, but but you have to know where to move on penetration. Now, the reason why I say it's not just for post players is because if a guard penetrates, if I penetrate uh, to the middle of the floor, okay, and I pass it out to the to the wing opposite to the weak side wing, and I continue my cut. Let's say I end up right around the block area, and there's penetration. If there's another penetration off the closeout, I got to know where to relocate. I can't just occupy that space because of spacing. Uh, uh, I could I could clog up the spacing, and 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 then we can have some extra defenders that we don't need there. So we have to know where to relocate. So it's not just for post players when it's penetration. As a as a as a guard, when you drive and you kick, you're gonna have to know where to exit. Okay. All right, so seven shots every player should master. Number one is catch and shoot. Number two is on the move. Number three is out of transition. Teams are getting it. They're playing faster. If you look at the NBA and the pace of the game, as many points teams are scoring now, these guys are getting it and going. Um, You're seeing it more in college, too. Uh, When a team scores, they're not throwing the ball to the point guard, and the point guard is, you know, quote-unquote, walking it up the court. These guys are getting it out and they're going quick and they're and they're really playing at a high pace and they're really paying, playing quickly, a lot quicker. So if you are a big, if you are a wing, or if you are a ball handler, you have to be able to shoot out of transition. Running the floor wide, getting to your spots, catching and shooting. Um, if you're a big, get into your spot. So it's a lot of different things that you can do out of transition. But you want to be able to shoot the basketball off of this. And and if you're in high school, middle school, college, or any level, uh, think about your, your secondary fast break. Where could you get your shots? What type of actions do you perform? And then you can work on those out of transition. All right, number four, off screens. And, and we're going to talk about the person that's receiving the screen right uh, first. So if you are receiving a screen... And you have to think about having a hard curl to the basket, a hard curl to your spot, whether it's the elbow or the wing. Um, do you fade? Do you pop? You know, uh, all these different things that you could do off of a screen to get your shot. So you would think about those, do them from different areas, different spots on the floor. It could be a down screen. It could be a flare um, you know, it could be a wide pin down, uh, just different screens that you can receive uh, to be able to 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 get into your shot. So you want to be able to shoot off screens. Now, if you're a big, oh, I'm sorry, I got to quit saying that, not necessarily a big, but if you are setting the screen, you also have to be able to shoot off of setting that, that screen. So if I'm setting the screen, a uh, general rule is, one player to the basket, one player to the perimeter. Okay. It's just a general rule. That's that's not saying that you have to do that, but that's just a general rule. One player to the basket, one player to the rim. I'm sorry, one player to the 
to the basket or rim, one player to the perimeter. So if I'm setting a wide pin down and uh, that player comes off and, and they go hard to the wing or to the elbow or, or wherever they're going, I want to go now to the basket. Okay. Typically, that's what you that's what something you want to think about. It doesn't mean you have to it that's you know, doesn't mean it that's the rule and you have to do that, but it's just something for you to uh uh to think about. It's just something for you to think about. Okay. Um, but that's all gonna come down to um what it is that your coach wants you to do. But uh being able to do that and understand that will help you, okay. All right, seven shots every player should master. Number one, catch and shoot. Number two, on the move. Number three, transition. Number four, off of screens. Number five is off the dribble. Everybody should be able to shoot off the dribble nowadays. Everybody. Okay? Um, and when I say off the dribble, typically first thing that comes to mind is somebody somebody thinks, oh, you got to be able to come down, go in and out, cross, double behind the back, step back, hezzy, cross over into a pull-up. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Um, when I say everybody should be able to shoot off the dribble, whether you're a big, a wing, or a point guard, um, you, you have to be able – I feel like the two shots that you have to be able to master off the dribble is a one and two dribble pull-up. If you guys go back, if anybody go back and look at Michael Jordan's highlights, he scored a lot in the mid-range either off a of post or off of one and two dribble pull-ups. That's what he did. A lot of them. Now, I was watching, I was on Instagram the other day, and, and um, I followed this account. I think it's called Old School B-Ball, or Old School Basketball, and it shows a lot of old highlights of different players back from the 90s. And um, they, were showing, they were showing MJ. It showed a couple of clips of MJ. And uh, a player was guarding him. He had it when he got ready to attack. Hard two dribbles to the right, pull up, bucket. Uh, MJ will go hard two dribbles to the left, pull up, bucket. And Kobe did the same thing. You know, Kobe copied MJ's game. Uh, but, you know, it's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> uh, but, you know, one hard, one hard dribble, two hard dribbles, pull up. I think that's a, that's something that you that you have to master, even if you are a big. You know, you you pick, you pop, that guard throws it back to you. There's a hard closeout. You're gonna have to be able to take a one or two dribble pull up. And nowadays, that one dribble pull up can be a sidestep for a three pointer, but you have to be able to get some type of se separation off of a closeout to where you can get into your shot. Okay, so off the dribble, and and again, off the dribble may be coming off a screen, running through the catch, taking one dribble, pulling up shoot. It doesn't mean you have to make all these different dribble moves, these fancy moves, to get your shot off. Okay, but you you want to be able to shoot off the dribble. All right, number six, seven shots every player should master. Number six, in the lane or at the rim. If you're a guard, you have to be able to finish in the lane off of one foot or off of two feet and over a big or over a rotational defender. So you have to be able to attack. You have to be able to get into the lane. You're going to have to be able to finish in traffic over bigger defenders. Um, and you're going to be able to, you have to be able to finish at different speeds. I was telling a, a, 
a guy that's just last night, just yesterday, was at the gym. We was we were working on some stuff, and he was doing some one on one, and um, he never changed. And that's something I've been he's been struggling with is changing speeds. You know, he he feels like everything has to be a hundred miles an hour. But anyway, he get into the lane, and he wouldn't score at different different speeds, different pace. He wouldn't change up his pace and he would miss some of his shots. So, I, I, you know, as a guard, especially a smaller guard, you have to be able to finish at the rim at different pace and different speeds. If you're a big um, or a wing, sometimes you got to finish above the rim. You know, uh, can you take it up strong and, and dunk it on a player or two? You know, uh, can you get to the rim and play through contact? So you have to be able to finish at the rim or in the lane. Um, and I know that's not a particular shot, I guess you can say a jump shot, but when you're in the lane, you want to be able to finish. Okay. And then the last one, number seven is free throws, free throws. I typically believe as a point guard, you want to shoot. I, I, I like for my point guards to shoot 80% or above. Um, you know, at, at that point, I think if you're shooting 80%, you're really confident in your abilities. Um, you know, you're going to have the ball a lot. It's going to be late in the game. You're going to make some decisions. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. And so you want to shoot at a high clip to keep the other team from wanting to foul you. But then at the same time, you want to be able to keep that ball so you can go to the line and make free throws. But you want to be able to make your free throws. You want to make them at a high percentage. Um, you know, it, it, and that's the easy way to, to get your points up. <laughs> you know, if we want to talk about scoring average. But um, being able to make make free throws. Now, these seven shots that I just gave you, you can some of these shots can go together. Okay, so you may combine two or three of these shots in a drill. So, for example, you may say, "Okay, I'm gonna work on transition shooting." So it may be where you sprint from half court to the wing, catch and shoot a three. But then the next time you may start at half court and you may sprint to the wing underneath the basket pause for a second and then come off of a a, a stagger simulate a stagger screen for a catch and shoot three then the next time you may do the same thing but when, when you come off the stagger you may catch it and get into a one dribble pull up then the next time you may do the same thing but this time instead of shooting a one dribble pull up you may take two dribbles get into the lane and finish with some type of shot at the rim. So you can you can change these up. You can integrate them, you know, different skills or different shots into a different uh different type of drill. Um so you know, it's just it's it's a lot of different things that you can do with these seven, but I think these are the seven that you need. Okay? Now, these shots can be inside the three-point line or they can be outside the three-point line. And it just depends on what you want to do and what it is that you're trying to accomplish. But, again, let's go over these one more time. Seven shots every player should master. Number one is catch and shoot. Number two, on the move. Number three is out of transition. Number four is off screens. Number five is off the dribble. Number six is in the lane or at the rim. And number seven is free throws. So that is it. So before I let you guys go, let me mention a few things to you. Number one, social media. 
Be sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram. My uh, handle is at NBNBball. And on, and on Twitter, um, I really try to give out some really good information, um, you know, and, and not all of it is mine. I feel like, you know, since I'm in the skill development, uh, you know, I, I'm not afraid to share and, and give from other great coaches or, or some great information that I see. So I really try to put out some really good info. So be sure to follow me on Twitter. And I love engaging in conversation about basketball. So that's a great, great way to do that with me. So I'm always looking to chat and talk and discuss different things um, on basketball, specifically with skill development. So y'all be sure to follow me on Twitter or Instagram at NBNBball. I'm also on LinkedIn and chat, uh, Snapchat. Uh, it's Coach TJ Jones on YouTube. Y'all be sure to follow me on YouTube. It's nothing but net b-ball. My YouTube page is nothing but net b-ball. Also, uh, this podcast can be heard on Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and a lot of other uh, platforms. So I need y'all to be sure to subscribe, 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 subscribe. And also, if you're on Apple Podcasts, please give me a five-star rating and leave me a review. Um, I really want to get this this podcast out to as many ears as possible. Um, I've been looking at my stats. I'm slowly starting to grow, so I appreciate it. Um, If you listen to the to the episode and you like it, you know, put it out there. You know, share it through whatever social media platform that you have. Let people know that you're listening. Um, If you have questions, uh, the best way to contact me is through email. If you have a specific question, something that's going to need a lot of feedback, email me at CoachTJ at NBNBball. CoachTJ at NBNBball. Um, you know, and you can send me a message or send me an email and I get back to you. And if it's just, you know, something real short and quick, you know, if you're on one of the social media platforms, be sure to... Uh, Go ahead and send me a DM on on those platforms. So that is it for today. Uh, I appreciate everybody for listening. You know, there are a lot of different, you know, podcasts. And, and as far as I know, again, this is the only podcast you can listen to on skill development. Only podcast you can listen to on skill development. So I appreciate y'all taking the time to listen. And until next week, God bless.